powerful slipstream, redemption from bird, and so much more. My name is Luke, and you are listening to Formula Electrifying Podcast, Sao Paulo Edition. Welcome, my fellow electrifiers, to another episode of Formula Electrifying. As it turns out, Formula E does not disappoint. In qualifying, championship contender Verlaine tapped the wall on his flying lap, not making it into the duels. Even Nico Muller outqualified him. It was Vandome, Cassidy, Motara, and Hughes getting into the duels from Group A. In Group B, it was Bird, Gunther, Da Costa, and Evans into the duels. Jake Dennis surprisingly wasn't one of them. Home hero Sergio Setacamera and Lucas Degrassi both had issues in qualifying and had to start the race from the back. In the end, Vandome beat Da Costa in the finals to start on pole. Evans started third, Motaro fourth, and Dennis Cassidy, Hughes, Jeff, Nato, then Gunther in ninth. Sam Bird qualified fifth but was demoted to tenth due to the five place grid drop penalties for hitting Evans in India. Before the race, we heard a lot of rumors about the power of slipstream on the Gen 3 car and how they would be an important factor in Sao Paulo. A few seasons back in Valencia, we have the same talk, but the races didn't really showcase any of it. This season, however, we've seen that sitting behind a car can actually save energy, and the effects is even more prominent in this race. In a traditional Formula E race, once you are in the lead, you then try to extend the gap, and that's how you win a race. And I believe that's what Vandong was trying to do in the early stage of the race. But when the energy should pop up, we instantly know that's not how this race can be won. To be fair, Vandong took attack mode very early to give up the lead, but kind of tricked by Da Costa to retook the lead again. And leading the race really hurt his energy, as it took him so many laps to recover that when it's good on energy, the rest of the leaders were long gone. Now that we mentioned Da Costa, he was in a brilliant place before he locked up into turn 1, and I think that's a very costly mistake as it brought him to the second group of cars. Another lock up means that he was destined to finish down the order, could have fought for the win, but sadly it didn't plan out. His teammate Verline, on the other hand, had a brilliant race, starting at P18. He was right behind Dennis after lap 1, passed Dennis when he was blocked by Bohemi and Gunther incident, made it into the point scoring position by lap 4. Another driver on fire is Sam Bird as he overtook here and there. It is clear he had a confidence in the car. Dennis had a terrible race, an okay start but blocked by the cars in front, later hit by Texan and retired due to the damage. Verlein eventually caught up with Da Costa with tons of time remaining in attack mode. But weirdly, asked to stay behind Da Costa. And that really hurts his race as he lost time behind Da Costa and he wasn't able to catch the DS cars and his teammate again with the second attack mode. With few laps remaining, it was Cassidy leading Evans in second. But somehow, Bird climbed his way into the rear mirrors of Evans with loads of extra energy. However, haunted by the incident in India, Bird and the team decided not to go aggressive, sit behind while Evans and Cassidy battle it out. 
Evans took the lead in 4 added laps to go, and at one point, it seems that he's getting away. However, Cassidy sitting behind Evans, regenerating energy, came crazy close in the last two laps. It was clear that Evans went too early, should've been more patient, as the last few corners he really had to defend like a madman to keep Cassidy at bay. So in the end, Evans finished first, with Cassidy in close second, Bird chilling in third. As for the rest of the pack, we have Dacosta in fourth, and then Jeff, Van Dome, Verline, Hughes, Rast, and Buemi in tenth. Both Nissans didn't finish the race, neither did Nico Muller, nor did Motara. Now let's segue to our talking points. Evans seems to have this tendency to be impatient and overconsume in the later part of the race. Remember a few seasons ago in Monaco, he passed Da Costa and took the lead when asked to look after the energy. Eventually dropped with some very questioning defending maneuver and corner cutting. Cassidy got three successive podiums. That kind of consistency put him in a good position in the drivers' championship, one point behind Dennis in second place, with Pascal Verlain still leading the championship with a 24 points deficit. Another good talking point is that. The instruction of the race control to ask drivers to come to a full stop if they overtook turn 1. Gunther didn't follow that rule and got a 5 second penalty. Takosta stopped but lost 5 places, which definitely cost him more than 5 seconds to recover. So maybe the penalty for Gunther wasn't harsh enough as he still finished rather ahead, almost get points. Maserati had another weekend to forget, but this time it seems that it wasn't all on them, so maybe they are starting to improve their racecraft, but they didn't have the chance to show it. Now the time for race predictions. Degrassi on podium in his home race. Well, the prediction pretty much shattered when he messed up quality and started from the back, so no points for that. The second one, no Maserati DNF. Uh, we have Motara, so nope. But the third one, Redemption Drive for Sam Bird. You know what? I defended him in the last few episodes, and now who's back on the podium? Huh? And I did say that he can finish on the podium. Oh, I'm so clever. I guess I do know my wheels. So now, feeling confident, I will go for bold predictions for the next race. Actually, the next race weekend, which is Berlin. My first predictions will be Maserati back to the game. I say that because we all know that DS Powertrain is no slouch, and Motaro was brilliant here last year. And for the second prediction, Cassidy finally wins the race. I mean, he deserves it. It's about time, alright? And the third one, Verlein will lose the championship lead after the weekend. Let's face it, they are not doing well. Messed up the qualifying, questionable strategies. Not to mention that other teams are catching up fast. If he qualify at the back again, and Dennis happen to qualify at the front, then he is in real trouble. Alright, that's it for this episode. I hope you all enjoy my little troll in April Fool's Day. It is both amazing and terrifying how the AI come this far. But before they take over the world, I've been Luke, and you are listening to Formula Electrifying Podcast. If you like what you're listening, like, subscribe, reviews, all that stuff. And if you want to share your predictions, 
you can send them to looktheformulaefanatic at pm.me or simply DM me on Twitter and we shall see each other again after Berlin. Bye.